Jess Tubbs is about to join us in just a moment after the win of Just Believe in uh, the Inter-Dominion Trotters Series there on Saturday night at Tabcourt Park. Melton Dan Malecki will join us uh, just after midday as well to reflect on all of the action from Saturday night on gate speed. Uh, Pat Carey will join us a little bit later in the program as well after Mavita was so impressive there yesterday at uh, Bendigo, winning by an absolute cricket pitch. So looking forward to catching up with Pat a little bit later in the program. But uh, on Saturday night, we saw Just Believe do what he's done all series, and that's get the job done in the final. It's Majestuoso from Just Believe. Then Mafasa Metro Queen Alight is into the clear, but 10 off them. Majestuoso goes for home. Just Believe balances up four metres away, then Queen Alighter. Majestuoso led. Just Believe is lifting. It's Majestuoso. Just Believe dives and got him. Greg Sugars has done it again. Just Believe beat Majestuoso. Yeah, and this time he did it with his wife, Jess Tubbs. And what a performance from Just Believe, who had won all three Heats leading into the final on Saturday night. And uh, despite a tricky barrier draw, was able to get the job done. And Jess Tubbs joins us on the line now. Jess, congratulations on winning the Inter-Dominion. Thank you so much. I'm not sick of hearing Dan uh, call that (laughs) into the race yet. Tell us how it felt when you got the job done on Saturday. Oh, look, it was just incredible. Um, I had some of my family and friends there, and we were all just screaming, go Harry, all the way down the straight. Um, I was pretty excited when I thought we were going to run second and then um, for him to keep trucking along and put his head in front was just an incredible feeling. I couldn't really believe it that um, Greg just drove him, drove a perfect race and, um, yeah, just just phenomenal. Jess, where did you watch the race from? Do you go away on your own or do you stay with friends and family? How, how do you brace yourself for an Inter-Dominion final? Well, you'd be doing well to find a spot on your own on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, the crowd was terrific. Um, I like to stand out on the grass. It's where Dad and I always used to watch the races. Um, and, yeah, had uh, Mum and Amy and Sophia Arvidsson come down from Sydney. So, nah, we were we were all there with a little crew. And, um, yeah, they know not to talk to me uh, during the race. And, um, yeah, we, we were doing a lot of jumping and hugging and crying uh, after the finish line. Can I throw up another win that I reckon would have been emotional as well? Shady Secret at Ballarat. Yeah, yeah, that was a very special one when she uh, she won that one. Um, obviously, just after we we'd lost Dad and um, Zach drove her for us that night, and um, yeah, very very special. Um, we got permission for her to to run in his name and uh, in Dad's colours, and yeah, um, yeah, it was a, a different win for different reasons. Uh, very special though. Yeah, now I've got to ask you. I know there's been one race at the end of Dominions, the ultimate. But the Victoria Cup's one you want too, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Um, being there trackside when Mel Park Major won it for Dad and Amy, uh, that was such a special night. Uh, track record at Mooney Valley and huge crowd. And I mean, he was just a magnificent horse. And um, it's a night filled with special memories for our family. And to be able to replicate that at some point would be the dream for sure. Jess, uh, it's um, obviously unfortunate that your dad couldn't be there on, on Saturday night, passing away a couple of years ago. And I know when you were interviewed after the race that um, it brought you know it brought you to be quite emotional. Um, just how proud would he have been of, of you to, to win the Inter-Dominion on Saturday? Oh, look, I don't think he could really believe it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> you know, I was never involved as a young kid with the horses. Um, and I just gradually grew more and more interested and worked uh, for Harness Racing Victoria for a lot of years and then gradually just um, having 
ended up with Greg, um, got sucked into more and more of the horse training life and um, until I eventually gave up my other job 12 months ago to go full-time horses. And, um, yeah, I think Dad would be so proud, but I think he'd be shaking his head um, to see where we've come. Um, it's quite phenomenal just how big it's gotten here. And, look, we, we don't take for granted the success we've been able to have quite early thanks to some of the lovely horses that have turned up at our farm. So um, I think he'd be quite taken aback. Now, Jess, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I reckon I read where as a young girl you weren't that keen on horses because all your friends would be out going to the movies and things and you'd be home mucking out boxes. That's right. Um, I, I hated it as a kid <laughs> because, um, yeah, it was just work. Um, come home from, from school and go and help with feed up. And uh, I had other things I'd rather be doing. I was a bit of a hoon and had a little motorbike and I'd rather be burning laps around the track on the motorbike than um, than the horses. But uh, I think it's just one of those sports that sucks everybody in, whether you like it or not. It's hard to get away from. When did it change for you? When did when did that mindset change? Um, I think I got involved in the breeding side of it first. Um, that's probably my first love was the harness racing. Um, obviously, I do love the horses themselves, but um, always had a great affiliation with the broodmares and foals. Um, and really like that side of the industry. So that was uh, initially what the plan was for the farm here, just to have some broodmares and maybe train at one or two. Um, and things have got a little out of hand. We've got, I think, 37 in work at the moment. But um, it just sort of bit by bit creeps in. You know, you, you make friends with a horse and then you want to work it. And then you become invested and then its brother turns up. And then, yeah, next minute here you are every day um, getting up to work horses. So... Yeah, it's been gradual for sure. Jess, I imagine going into into the meeting, you have your expectations and your hopes and your dreams, but I mean, literally and figuratively, just believe never put a foot wrong. I mean, under pressure, there's no sign of the horse breaking. Just did everything go to plan? Oh, absolutely, no complaints with how we uh, ran through the series. It's uh, if you told us that was going to happen beforehand, I don't think we'd have really um, believed that was the case, but. He, um, we always had confidence in the horse and he is such a sensible character and a professional racehorse that um, Greg can push him when he needs to and he settles when he needs to. We had terrific luck with the barrier draws through the heat um, and then obviously on paper it didn't look quite so um, so great for the final with, um, with the draw that we came up with but um, Greg has a way of making my training look good by um, driving them the way he does and he just drove a perfect patient race and put him into it when he needed to, and um, he and the horse just make a great team. Were you surprised with, I guess, a lot of punters almost riding him off in the final from that barrier draw, despite winning all of the heats? We were a little bit delighted, to be fair, because um, there'd been quite a lot of media attention on our stable uh, through the heats, and uh, we were more more or less left alone last week, which gave us a lovely chance to take a few breaths and uh, enjoy the week. So um, I was surprised, I guess, initially in the week how quickly people turned their backs after the draw. But looking back on it on the night, quite a few people had talked themselves back into him and he did end up starting second favourite. So, um, yeah, it was it was nice. It made it more of a, an exciting win rather than a relief Um there's often the pressure when people expect that you're going to win and followed by disappointment if you don't. But, um, yeah, we were able to just really enjoy the excitement around it. He's a horse that obviously only came to your stable this year. He finished third in the Inter-Dominion final last year. And ever since he joined your stable, 
he's never missed top two. He's been such a, an honest, consistent horse, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. If everyone that came through the gate was like that, we, our jobs would be very easy. Um, Mick Hughes that had him beforehand had him going really well. Like you say, he ran third in last year's Into Dominion, so it's not like we've found a, a nothing kind of horse and, and brought him to this kind of glory. Um, Mick was doing a terrific job with him and did all the groundwork. So um, we got a professional racehorse delivered to our stable, and um, I think just our training routine and our tracks that we have at our disposal um, have really agreed with him. And um, yeah, the success showed on Saturday night. Jess, I imagine you and Greg would have sat down and said, well, let's hope the race pans out this way and you'd have your, your plan A, I suppose, and plan B if, if A goes out the window. Did it go to exactly the way you thought it would or not? Yeah, pretty much so. We don't really get into tactics between the two of us. Um, Greg's the driver. I certainly don't have that experience and I'm not going to tell him, um, certainly not before the race. Sometimes after the race I tell him how he should have driven them. But, um, no, he, he works that out in his head and he's great with the form. So I think it, it pretty much panned out how we thought. Um, there was just obviously that question mark around um, who would actually be in front. But uh, it worked out really well. He just seems foolproof, bombproof. Has he ever broken? Uh, you know, he, I love the square graders. I'm fascinated by them and that some just stay in the gate. And he just seems a beauty. Yeah, he's just a really solid trotter. Um, he's not one that you really have to worry about. Now I've said that, you know, look out. I'm probably jinxing <laughs> myself. But um, to date, he's just been so well behaved and, um, yeah, a real professional. Jess, what do you do if you get a really good trotter who does want to break? I know you can put sort of hobbles on the front legs type of thing. Is there much you can do to keep them down or they just got to learn it themselves? It really depends what their, what their issue is. If they're, you know, if they're galloping because they're hitting themselves somewhere, that's things you can work through with your farrier or with gear adjustments. Um, some of them just need time. Quite often with the trotters, um, especially the juveniles, as they're growing, their gait changes as their body changes. And sometimes you just need to pull up and say, no, you need to have a break while you sort of grow into yourself a bit more. Um, some of them are just absolute jerks and they can trot and don't want to, but... Um, yeah, there's there's ways around with all of them, but um, yeah, they can be quite frustrating, the trotters. Now, I think in another life, a little earlier on, you were involved with four-legged animals of a much smaller kind at the <laughs> Meadows. Yeah, I spent six years uh, at the Meadows Greyhounds, so um, finished up there officially last uh, last Christmas, so love my time there. Um, yeah, it's a great club, and I really enjoyed it after having been in um, just purely harness racing for 12 years. Uh, it was nice to transition over to the Greyhounds and gave me a whole new respect for that side of the industry. I think um, every code sort of thinks they're the superior code. And, um, you know, if you haven't worked amongst the others, you can um, have some false ideas around them. But um, the Greyhounds are just a lovely breed of dog. And, you know, there's some terrific people working in Greyhounds and the trainers and yeah, it's um, it's just a, a great um, a great thing to be involved in. Jess, we're seeing all of the codes succeed in in different ways, I guess, over the last few months. Um, obviously, prize money increases um, have been a big thing across, especially the gallops and, and greyhound racing in recent times. In terms of where harness racing is at at the moment, do you feel like there's been a little bit of a, a mini resurgence, especially with the the coverage that's been provided over the last few weeks? from Trot's Vision and, and also that broadcast on, on racing.com on Saturday night. Are you feeling like there has been um, that sort of mini resurgence? 
Yeah, I'd like to think so. I mean, the coverage is, um, I think the harness racing coverage is better than any uh, at this point in time. The access that um, punters have to information and um, like the stories and getting to know the industry participants, I think is second to none. Um, you know, prize money increases are always the, the go-to for how to fix the industry, but I mean, the money's got to come from somewhere. So we need that government support to continue and we need the wagering to stay strong. So it's important that the product stays innovative and keeps developing um, along with the other codes so that we don't get left behind. But um, certainly through COVID, um, there seemed to be a resurgence in wagering, which helps all three codes. And um, we really all do, all three of us need to prosper um, to keep the momentum going. Yeah, that's, it was such a wonderful series. Let's hope that the momentum can continue. And we've obviously got the, the Vic Brad Super Series coming up as well. So I'm sure it will. How did you spend yesterday? Did you get a chance to, to watch the replay back a few times and have a couple of quiet drinks? We did. We did watch the replay many times yesterday <laughs> um, in between doing jobs around the farm. Um, that's the fun thing about owning your own farm. Yeah. It's just Greg and I on a Sunday. So we cleaned yards and moved horses and made feeds and all those fun things, but we, we did it with a drink in hand and a smile on our faces. Well, I saw a lovely photo out on Twitter that Greg posted, and uh, said, this is what you do the day after you win the Inter-Dominion, yeah. and he had a wheelbarrow <laughs> full of horse dung. <laughs> yep, absolutely. There are many wheelbarrows with the amount of horses that we've got at the moment. I'm sure it's a little bit easier. So bad yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure it's a little bit easier when you've won the Inter-Dominion the previous night. And absolutely, no complaints here. What you want to do is sell the Just Believe horse dung to people with their tomatoes, tell them it'll make them grow <laughs> quicker. It on, it's it fast, it's <laughs> fast dung, this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, Jess, congratulations. Uh, a wonderful uh, training effort. Um, Greg gave it a super drive on Saturday night. He's been the star of the series and deserved to win on Saturday. So well done. Thanks so much, guys. There's Thanks Jess Tubbs after winning. The Inter-Dominion with Just Believe.